This is the Seabed Daily Text. Holy Saturday and the Great Prison Break. 1 Peter 5, 10-14 And the God of all grace, who called you to His eternal glory in Christ, after you have suffered a little while, will Himself restore you and make you strong, firm, and steadfast. To Him be the power forever and ever. Amen. With the help of Silas, whom I regard as a faithful brother, I have written to you briefly, encouraging you and testifying that this is the true grace of God. Stand fast in it. She who is in Babylon, chosen together with you, sends you her greetings. And so does my son Mark. Greet one another with a kiss of love. Peace to all of you who are in Christ. Consider this. I wonder if Peter was thinking about that time he was in prison as he closed out his letter to the scattered exiles, whom he called the chosen people, the royal priesthood, the holy nation. God's special possession. I wonder if he was remembering that night he sat bound, sitting between and chained to two soldiers in a dank prison cell guarded by multiple sentries. It was the eve of his trial before Herod and certain execution. His best friend James had already met with the executioner's sword. Hear the story from Luke's pen, from Acts chapter 12. So Peter was kept in prison, but the church was earnestly praying to God for him. The night before Herod was to bring him to trial, Peter was sleeping between two soldiers, bound with two chains and sentries stood guard at the entrance. Suddenly, an angel of the Lord appeared, and a light shone in the cell. He struck Peter on the side and woke him up. Quick, get up, he said. And the chains fell off Peter's wrists. If you've got a few more minutes today and want to be astonished, read the rest of Acts chapter 12. Within the week, not only had Peter not been executed, Herod was struck dead by God. And for good measure, you might take a look at Acts chapter 16, 16 to 40, and the story of Silas, Peter's ride or die, and his miraculous bail from jail. Yes, Peter knew of what he spoke when he closed out his letter with this word of courage. And the God of all grace, who called you to his eternal glory in Christ, after you've suffered a little while, will himself restore you and make you strong, firm, and steadfast. To him be the power forever and ever. Amen. It all points us to Jesus. 
the Lord of the church he is building, who lay in that dank prison cell of a borrowed tomb, bound in grave clothes, his body still shackled in the curse he had just crushed as he preached the gospel to the dead bound in the prison of hell. And all of this as the angels warmed up for the ultimate hallelujah chorus. Where, O death, is your victory? Where, O death, is your sting? 1 Corinthians fifteen, fifty-five. And the God of all grace who called you to his eternal glory in Christ, after you have suffered a little while, will himself restore you and make you strong, firm, and steadfast. To him be the power forever and ever. Amen. All of this calls to mind the fourth stanza of the great anthem of Great Awakening, And Can It Be, penned by the poet laureate of Awakening himself, Charles Wesley. Long my imprisoned spirit lay, fast bound in sin and nature's night. Thine eye diffused a quickening ray. I woke, the dungeon flamed with light. My chains fell off, my heart was free. I rose, went forth, and followed thee. Sing it if you know it. And the God of all grace, who called you to his eternal glory in Christ, after you have suffered a little while, will himself restore you and make you strong, firm, and steadfast. To him be the power forever and ever. Amen. Wake up, sleeper, and rise from the dead. It's your turn. The prayer. Jesus, you are the Messiah, the Son of the living God. Thank you for Peter, the impetuous disciple, the unlikely apostle, the first and greatest pope of the church you are building. We celebrate him today in the communion of saints, that great cloud of witnesses cheering us on. Thank you for Peter's suffering and his cross and his martyr's blood that still cries out. It is all because of you. Thank you for your suffering, your cross, your grave, your resurrection, your ascension, your reign, and your impending return. Holy Spirit, interpret these verities and these mysteries to our deepest selves. You have our confession. You have our very lives. Build your church. Father, it will be an honor to suffer for you. Praying in Jesus' name.
Amen. The question, so what are the takeaways from Peter's letter? What do you remember from the journey? What shifted in your soul? For The Awakening, I'm J.D. Walt.